You know, it's always amazing that uh, everything happens. Every week there's another explosion of some sort. You know, in the gut with Trump, and it's just like nothing ever stops. You know, uh, but there are there are um, just a couple of insights, and then I want to go back to uh, the Derek Hashem. Just a couple of insights. Um, what I what I you know things that I see and so on. You know, <coughs> um, what's important to remember is is certain ideas. We know that there's an individual called Goig from the land of Mogoig. This is, uh, of course, in Yecheskel, uh, who is quite famous. And he wars with the Mashiach bin Yosef. Uh, and especially over the whole Indian of Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, and Eretz Israel, you know. Uh, but uh, how do we understand that? What it is, again, which is really what's been going on the whole time, uh, it's satanic. Because it's the Satan is dying. And obviously, the Sutton doesn't want to die, certainly doesn't want to give up his role. So his weapon, of course, is Ketrugim, it's prosecutions against the Jews for the sins that they do. And that is his weapon. And um, he, really, uh, he really goes wild, so to speak, at the, at the, at the end of time. Uh, that's when he really <coughs> energizes himself to try to survive. We see that several times, and I want to show you how it's apropos to today's time. Um, and then you'll understand what's going on, you know, to, uh, uh, to, uh, this week and last week and so on. Now, that's a very important concept, the concept of an individual going from a certain place that wars against the Mashiach. Because what it really is, <clears throat> um, and this has been repeated many times through history, is when there's something that's a very pivotal event that's about to occur that will end, in many ways, mankind's, uh, you know, re residence on the planet, so to speak, then that always means the death of the Sultan or the death of his mission. Either way, whatever it is, but it's certainly the overthrow of the Sultan. Uh, for instance, you find by Avram Avinu uh, in Pashas Vayera, which we are now into, that when he went to do the Akedah, okay, it said that the Sutton desperately tried to stop him. And one of the things that he did is he, he was able to create a river that uh, start, tried to stop Avram. There's a whole, there's Midrashim on this, <clears throat> you know. And of course, the reason for that is because the Akedah is one of the greatest initiators, temptations or tests uh, that any, any individual has ever done. I'm mean, talking about a person that is bringing his son to the slaughter. And therefore that, if Avram Avinu withstood that test, which of course he did, then that would provide unbelievable merit for the Jewish people, which is very bad for the Sultan, because obviously that kind of a merit will stop enormous amount of prosecutions. So therefore you find that the Sultan <coughs> employed desperate measures to stop Avram Avinu, and that's why, because the Akeda is something that we have been, let's use the Russian, the language, feeding off as a merit for thousands of years. In fact, we still do. On Rosh Hashanah, we read the Akedah, right? And we mention in the Shemona Esrei, Yosef, remember the Akedah, what Avram Avinu did, and so on. And I had once explained the enormous merit of the Akedah, why it was so great. But we see that 
the Satan gets desperate when a great deal of his job is imperiled by the acts of a Jew or Jews. We find again the same concept, uh, but this time it was the Satan blatantly trying to stop Avram Vino, you know. But we find also at the end of Egypt that Paro decided to again revisit the Jews to try to again enslave them. So that's the whole story of the Kriyas Yamsev. But again, it's again satanic because it's once Egypt was over with, the Jews are now headed to Mount Sinai to receive the Torah. And that Torah wasn't just the Torah, it was the Orishim, it was the Messianic light, you see. And that would have meant the entrance of the Messianic era, Moshe Abenu being Mashiach bin Yosef, you see. So the Sultan, of course, went out of his mind, so to speak, and he tried desperately, tried to stop them with an entire Bezden judgment, you know, the Egyptians worship idols and so the Jews, why do you want to kill the Egyptians? and uh, not the Jews, and so on, there was a desperate, uh, you know, court trial in heaven to try to stop the Jews. They should also be destroyed by the uh, Yamsuf, and so on. So that again was a desperate attempt, of course, to stop them. Um, and we find other, you know, very difficult, very uh, attempts to stop the Jews, and, and, and so on. In any case, uh, so the idea of Goig and Mogoig really has been repeated where whenever we come down to some type of moment which can be either the end of the Jewish mission to rectify creation, something like that, you always find some desperate attempt by the Sultan. Well, we are witnessing the exact same thing today. You have desperate attempts by the Sultan because he's now, now he's really dying because the Jews have taken back a great deal of the energy, what's called the Nitzitzi Kedusha, the sparks of holiness, whatever, that the Satan has taken from the sins of the Jews. So therefore the Satan is really having a terrible time. In fact, 98% of the Kedusha, of the holiness that the Satan has, as a result of the sins of the Jews, really is back in the hands of Israel. You see. Now, therefore the Satan is trying his best to stop the entire messianic process. You see, um, what I find very interesting is two events that have, that, well, several events that, that keep occurring. But what's interesting is there's certain observations, if you really think about it. Who is really the greatest, uh, one of the, the main soldiers of the Sultan? And the answer is the era of Rav. The era of Rav, as I said many times, are Jews. Uh, they're not Jews, they're leaders of the Jewish people they want to replace the primacy of Torah and they want to say the Jews are like regular people. They're Middle East, that's true. They have their own culture, right? Like a filter fish, right? And that's the uniqueness of the Jews. You know, they have produced a great literature, product of literature, which is, the, of course, the Bible. It's a great product of literature. It has nothing to do with God or the covenant that Jews made with God. It is a, it is a literature product, uh, just like Shakespeare, you see? The era of Rav, and I once went extensively into who they are and what they are, they are one of the major agents of the Satan to try to destroy the Jewish people, which this is all about the concept of Eretz Yisrael and reformed, conservative, reconstructionist, the Haskalo, all of this is the era of Rav. The leaders are the era of Rav and so on, that have tried to destroy 
of the Jews' connection with God and the Torah. But what's interesting is you find the era of Ra being used by the Sultan in many other ways. You know, if you think about it, you know, we, we know that the, for instance, the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party, of course, I mean, it's really gotten bad. They are desperate. They are, you know, finding themselves in, in, in desperate straits to try to stop Trump, a conservative, uh, from succeeding in any way. They have never accepted his presidency, and it doesn't make a difference if, you, if he was constitutionally elected. But you ask yourself, well, who is the Democratic Party, really? Who is the leader of the Democratic Party, really? And you realize, it's interesting, you know? It's nothing more than another Erevrav guy. Who's Jack? Chuck Schumer. I mean, Chuck Schumer's Jewish, if you think about that. But what he is, is an Erevrav. He's trying to destroy the messianic process. Of course, in this case, as I've said, is that Trump is a messianic figure. He's a Mashiach of Edoim, of Esau. That's really who, what he is, which I've said. And his mission, in the end, <clears throat> as I mentioned certainly last year, Kavanaugh and so on, is to try to make America righteous, you see. And that's part of the messianic process. So who is the one who's trying to stop him? Is uh, Chuck Schumer. It's amazing. Jewish. What's he doing? You see? Even though Jews are liberal, but it's far more. What they did to Kavanaugh has nothing to do with liberalism. It is the politics of destruction. It's far more than just liberal, you know. It is a contemptible attempt, really, you know, to destroy a person. Him, his wife, his kids, his whole reputation, which is a sterling reputation for years. For what? For some type of political agenda. I mean, doesn't morality have some type of boundaries, you know, where you can't step over? Yeah, you don't like the fact that he's conservative for the Supreme Court. I understand that. Yeah, but you don't destroy the guy. I mean, what is this? You're talking about an incredible, axorious cruelty and evil that is perpetrated, you know. And it's really to the everlasting shame that, 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 that a party should even, uh, that should, a party should even play into this kind of evil, you know. But what I find interesting is that, uh, is that the one who is the chief of this is an heir of Rav. It's Chuck Schumer. Yeah, there it is again, you see. But this time they're trying to stop not just the Jews, right? They're trying to stop the whole process by destroying a messianic process in which Trump is really heavily, heavily involved. I find that to be very interesting, you see. And there are other people that are clearly Jews and they're all part of the era of Rav. All of them are trying to destroy Trump and his party. In any case, so that's one, uh, that's an a important observation of what really is going on. Because every time you, you turn over the, the sheet, there's always somebody trying to destroy that process. And how many times is it the era of Rav, you see? any case, that's an observation which I had and so on. Now this week we find there's a new, uh, new, new uh, catastrophe that uh, this guy, uh, this uh, Arab guy, Khashoggi, was killed. Obviously, he was obviously killed and so on, you know. But um, the way I view it is that this is another attempt to separate Yishmael and Esav. Because that's really what it is. 
Yishmael, of course, is Saudi Arabia. And Edom, Esau, is America. And there's a desperate attempt by the Sultan to split them or sever the relationship. And really, in the end, as I mentioned a long time ago, you know, not only Edom has to change, but even Yishmael has to do tshuva. And that's really what was happening. And so on, you know. But again, there's a desperate attempt, you know, to create a crisis in which Saudi Arabia, Yishmael, and Edom, Ace of America, Trump, and so on and so forth, right, will be split. And therefore, that, in a certain sense, they will um, <coughs> be unable to connect <coughs> and in many ways assist Israel. Anyway, that's my observation. But when you think about it, all of it makes sense. All it is is an attempt to destroy, to stop the, the process, a messianic process. That's really all it is in the end, you know. Um, whatever. Uh, any case, that's, that's, that, that, to me, that's really what's happening. Okay, any questions before I go on? What was that? The Malachim Halalu and Devajazar that was the Sultan's dynasty. It sounds like from the Medrash that it was the Malachim in general. Yeah, yeah, it was the Malachim of Egypt. But all the Umusa'ilam are under the Sultan. They're all under the Sultan. You know, the only ones who are not under the Sultan and they don't derive any of their energy from the Sultan is Ishmael, which I had mentioned a long time ago. The what? Yeah. That's right, that's, that's the big problem we have, exactly, you know. So then, by Harsinai, he did succeed. He did, by Yamsuf, he didn't succeed. No. But by Harsinai, the whole charade with Moshe Benodah, his Leviah. He succeeded because he put the Jews up to the temptation of uh, that Moshe Benu died. And, um, and even then, the whole thing was abnormal because the Sultan could not enter the psyche of a Jew. What he had to do, which uh, the Medrash says, is that uh, he made an illusion in the heaven, in Shemayim, not in the heaven, but in the skies, of Moshe Rabbeinu lying on a bear, you know, on, on that. They all took a look, you know. It, it wasn't because all of a sudden they had the desire within themselves, because that's usually the way the certain works. He's a Yetzirah. There, since he was evicted from the body of the Jew, because that's what the Gemara means, that that the ability of the Sultan to influence you internally within your body ceased. So therefore the Sutton can only influence them externally and he succeeded. But again, that's why he did it because Moshe Rabbeinu would have been Sheikh Ben Yosef had, had they not sinned and he was able to convince them again to sin and so on, you know. But again, it's a desperate attempt for the Sutton, <coughs> you know, not to give up what his claim to fame is which of course is the chief of the Tumor of the evil side and so on, you know, but uh, so on, yeah. What was that? The opposition. Yeah, the opposition. Is there, is there, on on Kavanaugh, that follow-up question on that, does the Rav see that so far Trump has uh, been victorious? He's been succeeding against the air of there every step he made. Yeah. And does does Rav see it? There is possibility he could stumble. I mean, we could have a setback to wait the onslaught of the <coughs> Democratic Party. Don't the caravan now? They say the Democrats are paying for it. 
You know, that cat, you know, it's amazing. And Soros, the other Arab Rav, so it's Soros. Yeah, I don't want to. Is it Soros? Yeah. No, to me, the, the, uh, the caravan is really very good for Trump. You know. Because people realize, they say, wait a minute, what are you talking about? You know, <clears throat> why should we absorb, me, we meaning the Americans, why are we absorbing 4,000 Hondurans or whatever, how many of the people there are, you know, it's all, you know, they're all unskilled. I mean, you feel sorry for them. I don't know what in the world is going on in Honduras. It sounds like a madhouse. You know, that's true. So there is Rahmanis, but, but they might as well open up their doors to the whole world because the whole world is in Saras. I mean, you know how many evil countries there are? I mean, talking about Africa or Asia, uh, where people are not making it, they're not, you know, you know it's on. so you might as well open up the doors. You can't do that. In other words, they can apply, but they can't come in and barge in illegally. This is the mistake. You know, let them apply legally however it works and so on, but you can't barge in illegally into a country because not only do, do you, do you uh, uh, destroy those people who are here legally, they had to go through the whole process, but you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Well, you dilute the country and so on. The Democrats, of course, want it because, the, because they need people to vote for them. Because nobody's, people are not voting for the Democrats, so they need these people. You know, that's why illegal immigrants are great, you know, uh, and so on, you know. But uh, I think that people are, are going to, because of this, they're going to wake up and say, wait, we can't, what is this? You know, there's got to be some type of limit or boundary to illegal immigrants coming in. So they realize that, wait a minute, we got to vote these Democrats out or this country is finished, you see? So if anything, I think it's going to backfire, you know? It's all Menashemayim because the Bershom wants the, uh, both houses of Congress to, uh, to go with the Republicans and Kavanaugh, all these are, you know, Kavanaugh, Caravan, whatever, you know? All of them are nothing more than strategies, I feel, that are imposed by God. Uh, to make sure that the uh, the House and the, the Senate and the House uh, become Republican, you know. But anyway, so it, it, it's like a soap, a soap opera. Every day, there's something else going on. It's just incredible to watch, you know. It just never ends, you know. But in the end, Trump is still winning. It's, you know, and uh, you don't hear much from what's-his-name, uh, you know, um, you know the who's the one, the one doing the uh, uh, the uh, the investigation on uh, Trump? Mueller. Mueller, yeah, you don't hear much from Mueller these days, you know, because there's nothing there. They said that uh, he's they should expect results from him, but they already said that they don't think the results are ever going to become public. <laughs> Will never become public. Yeah. Well, there goes twenty million dollars for the guy, right? <laughs> you know, it's unbelievable how much money that guy spent. And you know. they, they hinted also that the, that the public might not be so satisfied with what, what he's going to announce. Might not be satisfied. Because <laughs> yeah, he didn't find the... He didn't find anything. Smoking gun. Nothing. The whole thing is a charade. It's all been put up by, what's his name, by the Democratic Party, the Pfizer and all that, uh, all that uh, lies and so on and so forth. The whole thing is, a, is an incredible uh, cons conspiracy to overthrow Trump. I mean, they know that now and so on, you know. So Clinton made a very big mistake. She said violence. She, she was asked. Is it 60 minutes? Yeah, 60 minutes. That's right. She was asked 
was what her husband did a, a, a an assertion of power like a, like a you know there's all this with Kavanaugh started this whole, this whole yeah. thing of, of people in power taking advantage and they asked her point blank was the story with your husband a story of somebody in power taking advantage and she said no emphatically she said no you mean with she the said it's not it's not somebody it's not a, a story of somebody taking advantage of his position of power that she was an adult. <laughs> She's losing it pretty bad, <laughs> I tell you, you know. On, on national television. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it, you, it, <clears throat> you have to admire the Democrats. You know why? They have absolutely no busha, no embarrassment to lie in your face, that which is obvious to everybody. You know, it's an, it's an incredible abuse of power, what he did with... Monica, you know, and so on and so forth. It's just, uh, it's tragic that human beings should act that way. That's what it is, you know. Anyway, uh, this is my take, and uh, this is basically what's happening, you know, and so on, you know. Uh, okay, any question? But it's all part of the scenario. It's all part of the game plan. You know, you need to stop the process this messianic process. You need to stop, you know. Um, Rod Rosenstein? What? Rod Rosenstein? They're all Arab Rav. Yeah, all of them. Sure, he, there are four people that testified against Rod Rosenstein that he wanted to wire himself. <laughs> right. Who are they kidding? You know, that, why, that, four people wire himself to, to get Trump kicked out because of the 25th uh, Amendment that he's in, unfit to be president? How does a guy even think about that? The way, you know? <laughs> you, know it, it, you know, you have to pinch yourself to realize that this is really happening. You can't even make this stuff up. You know, we're not talking here about, um, you know, we're, we're talking about mature individuals who are adults who are supposed to be responsible. You know, when we're talking about people in very, uh, you know, very important government positions, and you see the evil that is perpetrated by these people, it's just beyond belief. That's what you see, you know. And it's hard to believe that this taking place in America, which used to be a very proud country, you know, and morally, morals and ethics and so on, you know. So it's very hard to believe that this is taking place in America. It's tragic, you should know that people would stoop so low in order to have power. You know, it's almost like the whole concept of America, you know, the Constitution and the, and, and the whole concept of law in America is all irrelevant. It's all about power. And therefore, they'll stoop to the lowest degree in order to get it. Anyway, that's my take. Until next week. <laughs>